entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 312. And it's Tuesday, February 4th, 2020. (coughs) Today on the podcast, we're going to do something that I think is pretty exciting. We're going to discuss our mission statement. Yes. And this will be a, a roadmap for you to make your own mission statement. How many of you personally here, you guys, do any of you have a life Mission statement or a personal mission statement for yourself for your life? Uh, nope. Or if you did, what would you say it is? If I did, what would I say it? Oh boy, Ruben, all right, putting me on the spot. Well, spot pudding. I, I've thought about it. I've thought about it, and what, I don't Ruben, actually have one. Your life I don't. I don't mission <laughs> statement. I don't have one. I'm working on it. To be oh, honest. Okay. But I don't. I didn't have one that was written out. Uh, but I'm kind of working on one now. So. We're going through a a course on how to write guiding principles for your life. And there are five elements. One of those is a, the first one is a mission statement. Okay. And the other ones kind of fall in line with that as well. And it's meant, this whole course, these guiding principles are meant to give clarity and purpose to what you do. Okay. The mission statement in particular uh, the first two parts, it's mission statement, and then the next part is key characteristics that you or your team should have. And then point number three is critical actions every person should take almost daily to achieve that mission. Uh, and then four and five, um, we'll, we'll get to those later. <clears throat> so why is a mission statement for your life important? Why is a mission statement for our church important. That's actually kind of what brought this up is that we're doing this for our church, Cornerstone Chapel. Mm. And uh, tonight's the second night that we're discussing it, but we're actually presenting our ideas for the mission statement tonight. I see. Putting that together. So I wanted to do that as well for our podcast. Mm-hmm. What is the point? Every time. What is the point? We, 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 well, no, no, no. No, what we're is, not what is, to that point. We're not to that part yet. What is the mission statement? <laughs> And then the mission statement will then define what the point is, Ooh. right? Maybe. In a broad sense, yes. Okay. But when we're talking about what's the point at the oh. end of the episode, we're just talking about what was that episode in particular about. Gotcha. Anyway, the mission statement. There's mission three statement. parts to it. One, two, three. Um, the first part. Uh, is introducing the conflict. Part number two is defining a destination. Part number three is foreshadowing the stakes. And before we go further into this, this is based off the, a very affordable online course provided by Donald Miller from StoryBrand. That's his company's name. And the course um, subscription or or product is called Business Made Simple University. Now, Mm -hmm. if people use this, buy this course, do we get like a kickback or something? No, no. But it's it's $275 a year, and there's four different courses. I've completed one, and this is now the second one that I'm taking. Um, they're phenomenal courses. And if you're into – definitely if you're into, like, building your business. Um, or your church. Or your church or an organization, these are helpful things. Gotcha. <clears throat> so why uh, – the three parts. The conflict, 
the destination, the stakes. Conflict is so important because without conflict, people don't care. They don't so, care unless there's conflict. Like, that's what draws you in, in a story. So is it is it like the the point of gr- creating drama? No. And people are drawn to the drama? No, it's not at all about creating drama. In fact, it's a reaction to the drama that's out there. So hmm. look around, and you need to maybe be a little perceptive. But So uh, if you don't see the conflict, then you're just blind. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I mean, like, it means that you don't care. The conflict <laughs> is what draws you in. Um, and don't think of this. I, I know where your mind is going. It's like, oh, like uh, interpersonal, like, oh, I'm going to uh, in relationship problems. It's not necessarily that. What is it? There's there's uh, a couple of sample companies that are referenced in this course. And so I'll, I'll read their, their made-up mission statements. Kay. These made-up companies' mission statements. So the one is a software company. Mm. And there, here's the, the conflict. At MoneyTech... We know small business owners have trouble organizing their data in such a way that they can make good decisions. Mm-hmm. So the conflict, it's not like people are dying or you, you hate your family. It's not necessarily that. You just hate your business. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't make sense of the numbers. Ugh. Exactly. You're drowning in data that doesn't make sense. Ugh. <laughs> I need some pie graphs. I need some, some pie some charts. Some, <laughs> some, some pie charts. So show me with no, colors. You need a, you need a, you, I need a red line. A quickly red line a, on a. Since you're a drowning, and you need a, a life buoy shaped chart. Oh yeah, a life buoy. Like a water buoy shaped chart, like a like oh, a lifesaver. Oh yeah, lifesaver yeah. shaped. Life chart. buoy isn't that more like well, an hourglass that lays flat? Maybe a lifesaver. That's oh, the right. Oh yeah, word. an hourglass that lays flat, like a buoy. Like if you go fishing, have, you surely you know what a buoy is, right? I don't. It's yeah. a marker. You you throw it in the water and it has a weight. You mean like a bobber? Forms. Well, yeah, it's kind of like a bobber. Yeah, but it's not shaped. It's not round. It's like a bobber. Well, but there there's there's ones that are like tower shaped too. Oh, you mean like oh. those oversized bobbers that like are marking that that mark like different uh, uh, no depths of ocean. Yeah, like where well, you're like, not supposed to go. Sure, but that's not what I was referring of to. Of course not. All right, let's keep going. All right, so. <laughs> Uh, let's go through the other parts and then we'll come back and give our ideas. Like what's the conflict um, that we're reacting to? Yes. <clears throat> a mission statement can only uh, bring energy as a, it can only, it can only match the conflict. Does that make sense? A mission statement can only match the, the sorry, conflict. The energy, you, you want to create energy and excitement around your mission. Okay. And you can only match what the conflict is. So, there so needs- your amount of zeal is directly your your like the amount of enthusiasm that you have to get the mission done is only equivalent to the amount of conflict that you recognize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If there's if because if if there if there's if the stakes are so low if there's not if there's not danger if there's not conflict there is no like like a uh, necessity or there's no punch behind it. I see. Imagine that you're no urgency pushing, to resolve the conflict. Yeah. Imagine that you're um, <clears throat> that you're ready. In a buoy. <laughs> no, I was gonna say. Rema- imagine that you're. Imagine re- that you're dying in the water. Resisting and you need a buoy. a buoy. Resisting a child. You're resisting a child versus resisting a full-grown angry man. Yes. The amount of resistance needed to push over a child 
is very little. Well, it depends but on a full-grown, angry man that's breaking into your house, yeah. that that uh, evokes much more energy. Yes. Okay, okay, does that make sense? Yeah, the urgency. All right. Number harder. two is defining a destination. So we've got the conflict first, and then we've got to um, uh, envision or, or give vision of where we're going. Mm-hmm. And so for that software company... They've uh, they stated they start out with the problem. We know small business owners have trouble organizing their data in such a way that they can make good decisions. Part number two, the Part destination. Two. Ah. We've created software that can help 27 million small businesses, small business owners see their finances at a glance. And then the final part is foreshadowing. Anyone can do that. See their finances at a glance. All you do is you log into your bank account and, and you can just see that number. The glance and it's value. Like, oh, that's where we're at. <laughs> the glance value oh. of my finances is. Yeah, the glance value. What's the glance value? <laughs> All right, then going. part number three is foreshadowing <laughs> the stakes. So where, where could they go? So well, it, let's first define foreshadowing. What does foreshadowing mean do you, in, do you, in this context? Uh, Under what construct? Uh, not broadcasting. Um, giving indication of what the future could be like. Okay. Like what so may like, be coming. <clears throat> yeah. In other words, foreshadowing the stakes is... Like in a story. Um, yeah. Like in a film. But it's usually meant in kind of a bad connotation, isn't it? Uh, it you're probably right. It usually is. And this, it could be bad without the com- without the mission so being So this is, completed. this is you're, you're saying, in, in other words, foreshadowing the stakes is uh, making you see what you could have. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. In some ways, it's kind of closely related to number two, defining the destination. Mm. Okay. But so for that software company, um, the the last part of it is, so they make smart financial decisions and grow their companies. So it's very much out there in the future. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, here's one for a, a dog food or a pet food company. Mm. Part number one. At Rover Foods, we know dogs aren't getting the nutrition they need. Part number two, we believe every dog deserves the most healthy ingredients, so we source our foods from the best farms. And part three, so dogs can live longer, healthier lives. Okay. All right, so what's the conflict that our mission is about? You mean about the podcast? Yeah. The conflict. Um... Sadness. People's lives are boring. Gloom. Boredom. Boredom was the first word that came to my mind. Um, what else? I don't think they always see the potential in their own life. And I think we help them see the potential. Like they could live, they could live a full life, even though sometimes it feels like they're just living in, where's the boringest place on earth? Bourbon? <laughs> no, it's got to be Tippecanoe. Uh, Actually, no, Tippecanoe. Tippecanoe's got a little. They've got a river. Uh, yeah, they got a river, and they got the toasted roast for for whatever that is. Yeah, uh, bourbon's right there. I have to. I have to add a point. <laughs> I wish we'd have more listeners in that area, just so there could be a little more offense. Four acre. Um, ah, four acre. Four Acre has a little more character. Four Acre's got too many whistles running through it for uh, For it to be boring. boring. 
All right, is this I'm pretty really... sure more people roll coal at that corner in Four Acre than in any other corner in Elkhart County. What'd you say? Roll yeah. coal? Rolling coal. Rolling coal. I think he means like... They where... roll through the stop sign. No. no. Oh, no. You don't know they, the term rolling coal? They let out fumes. Like they put they extra like oil. stomp on the gas with their diesel trucks so yeah. that it just billows out black smoke and waste gas. Sorry, I did not. I was not familiar with that term. Well, it's a good I, thing that you're not because well, maybe it's a waste that could of be gas. one of our other points. Could be we educate. <laughs> <laughs> there are some. But that's people. not really a conflict. But so, so let's let's keep on going here. So we, okay, our, so our conflict is people are bored and retarded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, uh, we love you, fans. Even if you are a little slow. <laughs> Even if you do like to roll coal. We're not going to write this thing all out because I feel like it could get a little bit tedious, tedious. and boring. Yeah. Um, uh, also, yeah. you might not want to add to the You board. might not want to have like permanent record of us actually writing what we write because it might be offensive. Well, I'm writing down this stuff right here. Okay. This is permanently recorded. Yeah, it's permanently recorded. It's on the air. Yeah. It doesn't get much more permanent than that. Well, here, the problem is we really need to f- define the conflict before we can move on to define the destination because yeah. we don't know so, where we're. So people are bored and need something to listen to. Right? Y- yes. Or w- I guess. I mean, th- that's all I've got. Maybe we're just boring. Man. No. All of a sudden, I'm feeling very boring. <laughs> you're, you're just realizing that the conflict that we're up against isn't that urgent. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's dangerous. Maybe that's, it is. That's Maybe dangerous it... ground for us well, and for the podcast. But it, it does help. If it's not too urgent, it does help to promote a, a better atmosphere of, of relaxedness. And casuality that goes along with what makes the podcast so entertaining. But Jeff, it can be uh, – it's urgent to take life slow and be relaxed. It is urgent it is. to take life okay, slow. Okay, so people so need I to can slow be down. serious about slowing down. So we need to also put in there that people need to slow down and enjoy life. There's some conflict. People – People are obsessed are so, with being busy. Yeah. There, well, that's true. Is, is that, that the point of, I'm not sure that's the point of our podcast, but I do believe that. There's some serious conflict in there. Because... We're not combating that. <laughs> I'm combating it right now, Ruben. You know how? how? I'm just going to say it. Slow down. So Slow down and our, don't be as busy. Our, our two points of our conflict are people are bored and people are too busy. <laughs> they seem like they're <laughs> conflicting within themselves. There's plenty of conflict there. And we're just looking oh, for the happy people medium. Find, people need to find the balance between boredom and You can busyness. be busy and also be bored. <clears throat> you can be bored you can, it's true. in your busyness. So it's a different – If you're not being there, there are guys that work at trailer factories every day that do that. It, 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 so it's They're a, totally bored. Like busyness like and boredom. mind work, but they are they, – they have to run to get their work done. So they it are has totally to do, busy, it's but like they a are different, totally bored. It's a different category. It's a completely different category, busyness and boredom. Busyness and boredom? Yeah. Are completely different categories because they can coexist. Correct. They're not like yeah. opposites. Correct. They're not antonyms. Yeah. And they are not synonyms either. Right. <laughs> All right. We defined that. <laughs> uh, I feel like maybe we need to just like th- mull this over. For maybe a week or two, then come yeah, back. Yeah, maybe we should mull this over. <laughs> Are you hey, already? Hey, you have know, you lost the the mission? No, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure that we're. Ruben's lost the vision for a mission statement. <laughs> I'm just not the convinced. The conflict is we don't have a mission. We have statement. bored the vision statement out of Ruben. 
Well, put, fine. Put it in a phrase. H- how would you put it that in an opening phrase? Lots of people. No, actually, no. I, 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 I don't I, think people listen to us because they're bored either. I mean, in all seriousness, they probably don't. Some people do, but other people don't. Some people listen to us for entertainment. Isn't that if they're bored? There's you don't no, have to be Well, maybe here's bored. the conflict. There's not a lot of clean entertainment out there. That's, yeah. what I, where, that's where, where it is. Where I can feel like I'm part of the conversation. Right. The French press invites you in and then tells you that you don't matter. But hey, deep, unless you voted deep on that down, one. <laughs> except for that one poll. Yeah, that one poll, that, <laughs> one, that one feedback. Except week. for that one feedback. Uh, yeah. I think we need to come back to it. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's mull over that. Maybe we could, um, maybe we could, put, you know, if you fans listening uh, care to share what you think that our conflict should be, mm-hmm. you could uh, message us. What is the French Press podcast up against? What are we trying? What problem are we trying to solve? What conflict? Is that is that the right way to go? What problem are we trying to solve? Uh, kind of, but more. Uh, I would say it's it's more philosophical or uh. emotional. Well, I guess these other ones aren't though. They're trying to provide healthy dog food or software that helps business owners see their finances mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess it could be more. So. Yeah, it does, I guess it doesn't have to be philosophical. Maybe, maybe our podcast doesn't solve the conflict in its entirety, but it solves a specific, like, small area of it. Well, and the, the, right, the we're never going to solve all boredom. Yeah, the mission or all retardation, <laughs> uneducatedness. But the bottom line of this mission statement, yes. is what is the point of the French press? Yeah, what is the point of this? Software company. They know small business owners have trouble organizing their data. So they've created mm-hmm. a way to make seeing your finances easy, mm. adding glance value. Yeah, glance value. <clears throat> All right. It would be interesting to hear feedback. And I guess you can, you can, state, um, you can state it as like what is the point, which p- people kind of did that. Yeah, they kind of did that. In, yeah. Previously. But we want to uh, – Consolidated. Well, and one and of make those it... things was was the clean, the clean like family friendly, uh, entertainment. Yeah. yeah. So I think that should be in there somewhere. Um, I don't think we solve people of. I don't think we boredom. educate people. I was joking. When oh, I said oh that. okay. Maybe, maybe maybe it is just providing clean entertainment. Because I, I I specifically remember there was there was quite a bit of feedback saying like hey this podcast is retarded like. <laughs> Like there's very little educational value, and there's yeah, people, that came out the and there's people that yeah. said this podcast is retarded, but I still like listening yeah. to it. Some were, were embar- at least one person was embarrassed that she listened to it. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. I uh, definitely. That's when we know we've really done a good job. <laughs> when you're you keep you're embarrassed, but you still keep on. <laughs> uh yeah. All right. Hey guys, I have a story. Oh, sweet. something happened to me. Actually, it didn't happen. To this me. is this is a good story. What's you Just go ahead. Story. No. Okay. Well, go ahead and say it. You should tell me what story you're thinking of because it's probably. I'm more thinking exciting. of the story that you went when uh, that happened to you when you went and got a haircut. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't oh, even yeah, know yeah. that story. Oh, I have two stories. Wow, <laughs> Jeff. <clears throat> That's right. We did talk about that today. I have two <laughs> stories. I'll tell the first less exciting story and then the the more exciting story later. Not to be um, a Nazi, but we have about short twelve stories. minutes left. They're short. Neighborhood. These are Elkhart stories. 
That's not, a dangerous time. Not Napanee stories, Elkhart stories. All right, so we're going to do the the, <laughs> the the shorter story, the boringer story first, and then drink our coffee and try it and rate it, and then we're going to do the longer it's good uh, coffee, Mark's by the way. story. So hang in there. Stick around. I, I'm hanging on. So the first uh, story is, uh, so I'm a pretty light sleeper. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, living in town, there's some advantages to living in town and there's some disadvantages. And one is if you're a light sleeper, you get woken up by sirens. Mm-hmm. Regular, you know, pretty often. Um, in our section of town, I guess there's not that many police fire trucks going by during the night. But there is a fire station about four blocks away and we're on a main road. So the fire trucks always go right past our house. Yeah, Maybe... I would say... So if you want to wake up Jeff, just call in a fake fire That's right. in Elkhart City. But don't do that. <laughs> so, that so I hear the fire trucks going past. way to wake up Jeff. So during nighttime hours, maybe two or three times a week. Okay? It's not actually that often, but, but during but the night... But you wake up two or three times a week. Like during the night. Wow. Yeah. I'm a light sleeper. Anyways. I do that. And so I usually hear I usually the hear time, the fire like trucks going night. past and I'll like like hear them start up like a couple blocks away and then hear them flying past her house and then hear them like die off in the distance or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, whatever. It must be a fire. Anyways. So this was It was Sunday night. Sunday night. Yeah, it was Sunday night. And I hear the fire truck start up and I was like I was like just like barely on the edge of awakeness. And then, so like you can you can tell when a sound is different, especially when you're asleep. You can notice if a sound is different. Like if something changes, it, me being a light sleeper, one one thing that'll wake me up is if the electricity goes out. Hey, Layton, make a note. Jeff's a light sleeper. Yeah, because because all like my fan in my room in our room will go off. The the noise making fan will go off, and I'll wake up mm. because there's no all of a sudden there's an absence of noise, mm-hmm. and so the fire truck sound is you know kind of a regular noise you know and so i kind of am getting used to it but this time it was different this time the tone like you know when a fire truck turns its siren off yeah the tone like goes way down and i noticed the fire truck getting closer and the sound getting louder even though the tone was going down i was like what in the world so i like i'm kind of like groggily wake up and I hear like a rumbling outside. Oh. I'm like, what in the world? But I can't see anything. Our blinds are completely dark. Uh, you're like, blinded by your they're blinds. darkening blinds. And so I pull aside the blind and see flashing lights everywhere outside. Uh. I'm like, what in the world? <clears throat> and so I flip open the window shades, and lo and behold, and threw up the sash. <laughs> threw up the sash. <laughs> right across the street from us is a barn engulfed in flames. I mean, this oh, thing is wow. gone. There's a barn in Elkhart. Yeah, it's like a little shed, whatever. Was it like a she shed? Um, or was Probably it a... more like a he garage that was really disorganized. Mm. <laughs> but it was in fire now, so how do you know? I don't know. All I did know is that they had fireworks in it. Because there were fireworks going off <laughs> in this fire, and it was <laughs> actually kind of interesting. Oh, so not only did he lose a barn, but he's also going to get fined for setting off fireworks <laughs> in any other time <laughs> other than a holiday. Because uh, you can't set off fireworks in town, can you? Yeah. If it's not on a holiday. Well, I, I mean, I mean, people do, but... You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. 
And like the cops were right there, and everyone saw him going off. So yeah. he, there was he no lost hiding. A, he lost a barn. Actually, and he also got interestingly, fined. I didn't see any cops. I just saw fire trucks, but there was a lot of them. So how long did this fire burn? And <clears throat> well, how, how long did the fireworks so, go? So uh, our neighbor, next door neighbor, also a fellow church member, Brad Mast, texts a picture of this fire to the group before the fire trucks got there, and it was a big flame. By the time that I had watched, I watched the fire trucks like start pulling up and I watched him start spraying water on it and uh, it the fire was out in about six minutes I mean wow. it, was, it was crazy wow. they, they really they, they had it down they know how to put out fires done. yeah guess it's their job <sighs> wow <laughs> okay I, I do have a, a little bit of a side question how with the fireworks going off inside the barn how did it compare to the Napanee fireworks like was it pretty comparable? It was it was, it was uh, more impressive because the <laughs> added fire uh, just made it more exciting, and and all the lights from the fire trucks and all that combined was was better than Napanee. It was like it was like the finale, and and these were even these were the even Napanee just like, the little white fireworks that were just, psh, psh, psh. but like there was smoke and it would like illuminate the smoke every time it flashed. But the uh, the fire, I I noticed some equipment that I never knew firemen had, and the one was this portable fan. And the guy comes over and into the truck and gets out this fan, and it's about two and a half, three feet in diameter, maybe maybe two and a half feet in diameter, and it's got straps on it like a backpack, and he hauls it over on his back okay. over to the house that was next to it, mm. and starts blowing on the house. And I was like, "What in the world?" Well, uh, later the next day, I looked outside and saw that all the siding had melted off the house. So he was probably like blowing it, either blowing the smoke away so they could see or like making sure there was no fire there, cooling it off, whatever he was doing. Um, uh, And then they had these big flashlight things that were like, it was like a super flashlight. And like the lights, it was like this big around and it was a big The size of a basketball. Like you couldn't hold it in your hand and point straight forward. It was like this big lunchbox. Yeah, it was like a lunchbox sized thing that you were carrying around. It was and like Insane when it shined, was it like a beam or it was, was like, like a beam. wall? It was a beam and it was okay. just, it was bright. It was really bright. Nice. Anyways, so that was some excitement. So It sounds like it. Um, Man. All right, Jeff. Adventures, what about story number two? Adventures in Elkhart. Adventures in Elkhart. With Jeff. First, we have to try our coffee and rate it. Well, we got to be quick. This is really good. It's a dark roast. Um, yeah. pretty pretty powerful. I wouldn't want to drink this every day because it's just a little too punchy. This, is, yeah. this has got some punch to it. For um, sure. This has a lot of conflict. Um, this the uh, the the enthusiasm for to, to to achieve the mission for this coffee is pretty great because the conflict is also so high. Yeah. So um, this is um, the Colombian coffee from Brew for Life Coffee Company, and it says on the front of their packaging it says. We roast fresh quality coffee with the purpose of raising money to give every person the right to life. It's from Zach and Anastasia. Ooh, they donated this week. Wow. So, That's our yeah. cousin, by the way. Yeah. Late, um, in, late in my cousin. I was relatively disappointed to find no website hmm. for them. So I don't know. There's 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 Brew Life Brewery and Brew Life Coffee Company, but I could not find Brew for Life. And so it seems great to have a cause. But it seems like they're not promoting that cause very well. Yeah, man, the internet is just—it's bad. Uh, this coffee—it's it, very. We're drinking it from a French press. It's very smooth and clean. 
it's good, but it's too strong for for my yeah. my preference. It's a medium roast. So if someone, oh really? Well, yeah. hold it. If but someone it likes dark, dark medium coffee, then dark this medium is good coffee. for you. Yeah. So I give it three stars because it is good. It's better I than average. It, I would give it three as well. I I just can't because I don't have. I I'm, I'm giving it a two because. Could, could I, you rate it for me, Jeff? I, I'm I'm, just, I'm getting you late. Actually, I think right. you did rate it. I just got him. Oh, oh thanks. Uh, but I'm just. I just, I just wouldn't, I, w- I wouldn't buy this coffee. I, just, I, 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 yeah. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> anyway, so that's um the Colombian from Brew for Life Coffee Company. Right. Thank you, Anastasia, and Zach. And if we find out where you can uh, help support the cause, we will yeah. let you know next uh, week. It says it was packaged by Anastasia. So is is this possibly where your cousin works? No, this is her coffee. Oh, it's her coffee. Oh, she roasts it. Oh, Zach and and her roast it. Yeah. Well, Ruben, you need to um. Work with her on getting a website set up. I'll have my people talk with her. <sighs> Anyways, or at least some SEO. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay. Kate Neil Patel. Next. <laughs> <laughs> next story. Elkhart. Well, you've got the next story, Jeff. Yeah. Something about your hair. I noticed it looked different. Yeah, so I went in for a haircut. <clears throat> and Where'd you go? This barbershop is called Total Look Barbershop. Total Look. And basically it it's... Sounds kind of conceited. It's a, it's a barbershop that has a couple of different um, barbers working in it. And each barber kind of has their own business, uh, kind of like does their own payment, whatever. I, I don't know exactly how it's set up, but basically... Is it in Elkhart? It's in Elkhart. It's in Elkhart. I'm pretty sure I went there one time and sat and waited for five or ten minutes, and no one came to give me a haircut. And so then I left. Well, see, a lot of those barbers in there, some of them are walk-ins and some of them are appointment only. Oh. So depending who you're with, they're not even going <clears> to <throat> pay attention to you unless you contacted them There was before. people in there, but I felt invisible. You need to be like – you need to have were, a special were they invitation. Black? Uh, at least one of them was. Because, I because this is a, a black barbershop. Okay. Like straight up. Anyways, and so uh, the three barbers that are there – But then – There used to be four. <laughs> there used to be four barbers there, but the one barber died. Is He's actually – Kind of sad, young younger guy died oh. of a heart attack. I think. Wow. Yeah, like mid thirties, upper thirties, maybe. Anyways, that's not the story. Uh, no, of course not. So we have we have uh, three guys there: Mitch's chair, and we have D'Lo's chair, and we have Abraham's chair. And I go to D'Lo. D'Lo's my guy. So, so, so have Mitch, you been here before? Mitch, yeah, this D'Lo, is the barbershop I go to. Mitch, D'Lo, and Abraham. Yeah. are the three barbers. Yep. Okay. Uh, Mitch isn't there. This was on Saturday. Mitch isn't there. But D'Lo is sitting there doing my hair, and Abraham's got another guy over here, and they're like, you know, everybody's yakking it up. And is D'Lo a heavy set guy? Um, the name a, sounds heavy set. Little, I'm picturing like a C-Lo. A little bit, or what's that singer? He's not. He's not super C heavy. Something. I'd say he's like he's like right, like I don't know. average I don't weight. Huh? <laughs> Maybe average weight. Okay. Maybe a little a little heavier than average, but not like heavy. Well, America as a whole is obese, so so average is average heavy. is pretty heavy um yeah how do you spell d-lo's name d-l-o oh is that on his birth certificate i'm pretty sure it's not <laughs> like i'm pretty sure it's know, you can use hyphens or dashes oh yeah you can use hyphens you can use hyphens oh yeah and, um, all the time yeah and last names they're you know have hyphenated Actually, last names you're right you're right you're, I, I, i've seen that well i, I saw it on <coughs> facebook so i didn't know <laughs> i don't i didn't know if that was so well, let's keep going I'm sitting there, and there's like a couple guys coming in, you know, with appointments, and and 
this guy comes in, uh, older looking guy. I'm not sure how old he was, but he looked kind of older, um, and and pretty wiry, skinny dude, and drops a kid off there. The kid's probably 16, and the kid's just kind of like sitting there, like waiting for his haircut, and then. I, that's what I thought it was anyways. And then pretty soon the other guy comes back. The guy that dropped him off. The guy that dropped him off. And he comes in there and he's like, come on over here. And and he's like, he's he's older and he just kind of looks kind of gaunt. and like A little bit malnourished? Maybe. but and, and he's missing some teeth. Oh, okay. And and he comes over to Abraham with his, apparently his son. And all just starts yelling at Abraham, just like, ah, you messed my son's hair, da, da, and swearing and the whole he time. Had, had he had a haircut today? He had a haircut apparently a few days before. Okay, okay. And was like pointing out like, this is not how it should be, and da, 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 and, and Abraham's like, hey, the kid came in here, you dropped him off, and that's what the kid told me to do, and so I did it. And it looked fine to me, but but the guy was like, no, you were supposed to do it this way, and da, 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 and and he was like he was i'm pretty sure he was trying to start a fight like he was trying to start something he he just would not back off and i'm just what like what was the kid doing he was just kind of standing there sheepishly like like um, and after a certain point it became apparent uh that like this guy is drunk oh the gaunt guy the gaunt guy is drunk you and mean abraham the, is the, over the there the gaunt guy that was driving yeah ah oh, yeah okay and abraham's <laughs> over there and he gets up he's over there and like Get, kind of gets up in the guy's face and like you can't be coming in here doing this and then eventually he like kind of like pushes him out the door and D'Lo stops cutting my hair D'Lo's kind of like the head guy I think for this barbershop anyways he, he stops cutting my hair and like walks over the door and makes sure that everything's kosher out there and pretty soon the guy drives off and Abraham comes in the and drunk guy like fuming mad yeah the drunk guy and the drunk guy drives yep, off he drives off yeah anyway and Abraham was just like Fuming man, is like, I, t- I would, I would have hit that guy. I would, I could have knocked him over with one try. I could have pushed him over. He fell over the, the <laughs> and I know where that guy lives. And I know his car, and he better be watching for me because. <laughs> and oh, it was just, boy. it was just funny. He went off in this rant that I know, like knowing Abraham, I don't know him. Barely <laughs> knowing Abraham, you don't know I don't which know one, Abraham the, the or little, the gaunt guy. The little bit that I know Abraham, I don't know him very well. But the little bit that I know Abraham, I'm like, this guy probably isn't going to do anything you mean abraham yeah. isn't abraham oh, okay. because he's he's also kind of older i'd say i'd say he's actually no he said he's 47 so he's in his upper 40s and you know not old but like older and i'm just like he knows he's like shouldn't be yeah going and starting and getting into fights and stuff like that he knows better yeah and he's got a good job and like all that and like so he's not yeah anyways <clears throat> but yeah, it was it was just so Jeff, I, I thought what, there was a fight going to break out right there you, in the barbershop. What were you prepared to do in your mind? Were you thinking uh should I do something? Should I stay out of it? What were you what was going through your mind? I was like I'm just going to sit here and do and nothing. Enjoy the show. And and that there's nothing I can popcorn. do. But if these guys start fighting, I'm going to leave. <laughs> like But but what if he only he only <coughs> cut like half your head? <laughs> Isn't that kind of embarrassing? No, I would have come. I would have texted Elo and come back. They would not have let you leave. You know why? 
because you would have looked ridiculous with only half a haircut. No, and I, as you're walking out, I don't think I would have like, like. No, don't don't leave because everyone's gonna see that ridiculous haircut and think that I gave it to you on purpose. I don't. I don't. He think would have pushed you. I back wasn't in. like. I wasn't like I'm gonna. Then another fight would have broke up oh, between you and Dilo. <laughs> I would have like left permanently, but I would have gotten outside of the building, like just away from the just evacuated the premises. Yeah, because I was like, I was kind of freaking out because I was like, I have no idea yeah, what's going to happen. He could have whipped out a gun or something. He could have. He totally could have. And like you know, this, you know, fortunately nothing, nothing happened. So it didn't actually go anywhere. In but. in that case, what was your mission statement <laughs> <laughs> in that situation? <laughs> What was your mission statement? Because the conflict was high. The conflict was high. <laughs> it was so My high. My mission statement was survive. This Stay is, alive. <laughs> My mission With statement was this is not my problem right now. Uh, wow. But yeah. Uh, mission statement. Yeah. And then, of course, the rest of the time I was there, all the guys in there were like hashing how dumb this drunk guy was. And like, yeah. Oh, very good. All right. <sighs> Good story, Jeff. Layton? Anyhow. What's the point? <laughs> uh, the point is, well, okay, wait, we've got a we've got a poll question yet. Oh, we do. I know we have I time. know it's time to, to It's go. time to go. All right, I guess we're going to leave it for next, next week. week. Okay. Uh no, <clears throat> point number 1, according to Ruben, Bourbon is the most boring place <clears throat> on earth. Point number 2, if you want to wake up Jeff, Call in, a fi- <laughs> call in a fire in Elkhart. Point number three, firefighters have the biggest fans. <laughs> Dad jokes. Uh, point number four, you can use hyphens on your birth certificate. Point number five, never enter a barbershop without a mission statement. Mm. All right, and what's our word of the week? Mission statement. <laughs> <laughs>